I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. From being the first black woman to win Miss Universe Ireland competition to becoming a successful NASA data knot, Fanula O'Reilly certainly does reach for the stars when it comes to her goals. And now she's encouraging children to do the same and consider a career in the STEM industry. She's a proud ambassador for Engineers Ireland Steps programme and now she can add another string to her bow as a correspondent for a US TV series called Mission Unstoppable. It's encouraging youngsters pursue a career in science, technology and engineering. It's an Emmy nominated series and a premiere this week online to mark Steps Engineers Week which is running until Friday March 5th I'm delighted to be joined by NASA Dadanot and Ambassador for Engineers Ireland Fanula O'Reilly who joins me from her home in Washington how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> well, it's fantastic to connect with you because I've long been an admirer of yours. So it's fantastic to have you on the show. When you say what you do for a living, I've no doubt you get a few confused looks. Can you tell us what exactly is a NASA data knot? <laughs> Absolutely. So a data a data knot, it's someone who works in data science um, the program, it operates out of NASA headquarters in Washington, D.C., and it is a program that was birthed out of a, a women in uh, data initiative, a women in data initiative um, at NASA. The purpose is to get more women into data science, which is uh, the field that I work in. Um, my background is that I'm a systems engineer by schooling. That's what I studied uh, at the George Washington University. And afterwards, I started working in the tech industry. And then I applied to the Data Knots program, which is essentially it kind of uh, we, we apply data science to uh, space and environmental data that is collected by NASA. And we work on uh, interesting projects, but more importantly, for me at least, I get to engage with uh, communities all over and I get to share why uh, this, you know, why it's really cool to work in science, technology, engineering and math or STEM. And for me, I, I love being able to do that because I love connecting with young girls and young people just in general to show them how cool this kind of a job is. Oh, so cool. You had me at NASA, seriously. Uh, because <laughs> it sounds so cool. I mean, you've sat in mission control, you've been to rocket launches, the stuff the children dream of. There must have been sort of real pinch me moments were there oh so many you know i'll tell you a good story the first time i went to uh to a rocket launch um it was in 2018 it was the mars insight um la- uh, uh mission uh and essentially we were sending a lander which is similar to a rover except it's stationary so when it um 
descends onto uh, the uh, surface of Mars, it, it lands and it stays where it is. It doesn't uh, necessarily roam around. There are no wheels. Um, so I, I was there for, for that mission launch and landing. And when I was first driving out, though, to, to the desert, to NASA, uh, Vandenberg, uh, to the Vandenberg Air Force Base um, in the desert of California, I called my mom because <laughs> I started to tear up. You know, it, it was like such a great experience because in that moment, driving out into the desert, it, it kind of hit me like, oh, I'm, oh my gosh, I'm a part of something that's so much bigger than me. And I get to share it with so many other people. And it just felt so cool. So I, I actually started tearing up because uh, I was just so delighted. And I had to call my mom to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's such a move I would make as well. Like my mom is my go-to person for that kind of stuff. Uh, big, big moments in the life kind of thing. Um, but Take me back. Oh, where does your love of STEM come from? Was this something that was very much fostered and encouraged in school? Um, well, to a degree, I, I definitely was, uh, I guess, better at math than I was any other subject. And then I, I also did like science when I was growing up. Um, and I was just one of those girls, I think, that just had a natural affinity for math and science. But it wasn't really fostered uh, by any teachers or by mm. school until I was in high school. At the time, I was living in California, in San Francisco. And I had a math teacher who I think he knew I had an aptitude for math, but I never considered working in, in science, technology, engineering, and math. One, because I simply didn't know what it meant to mm. really work in those industries. I, You know, at the time, a 14-year-old, my understanding was, oh, engineers build things. But I had no idea what that process was. I had no idea what the day-to-day -day was like. So it's not something that I actively thought that I could do or that I would do. And secondly, because I'd never seen uh, anyone who looked like me doing those kinds of jobs. So I, I didn't have anyone in my family. I didn't know anyone that was working as an engineer or anything like that. That um, kind of was a role model for me. Uh, but I had this math teacher who he wanted me to apply to this math and science program at UC Berkeley, where every summer you would spend your summer at at a university doing college work. To me, at the time, I was like, there's no way I'm going to do that. <laughs> I want to spend my summers with my friends. Um, but the last day the applications were open, he was like, Vanula, you know, I really want you to apply to this program. So I did. And I'm so, so thankful that I did. Uh, I wound up uh, entering the program and I spent every single summer um, on campus having a college experience at 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. And I made friends with, we all were there for science, technology, engineering, and math. So I made friends with a bunch of kids that had this natural aptitude or this just a special interest. Um, and we we spent all day working on different kinds of projects. I, it was the first time that I had learned how to code. And all of our professors were, um, the program, they made sure to have a di uh, diverse uh um, range of people that were working uh, with the students. So I met women that were scientists. I met um, people of color that were engineers. And it really opened my eyes to this whole other world that I found so interesting. And I realized that if you are an engineer, you can work in so many interesting industries. And ultimately, you're creating for the future. And I love that idea. I loved being able to be a creator, a builder, someone who's um, doing cool things because they're able to 
use uh, their talents, their skill sets uh, with math and science. Um, so that was my my real first introduction to this whole world of STEM. That's that's fantastic. And, you know, thanks to the recent, I suppose, Hollywood movie, you know, the likes of Hidden Figures, we now know, you know, instrumental women like Mary Jackson, Catherine Johnson, you know, who were very much behind the scenes of NASA. With women now like you working in NASA and being, you know, so vocal and passionate about what you do, you're inspiring the next generation of girls to, to look at a career in the in these areas that must feel pretty epic oh well I'd like to think I am I I they're inspirations for me and even I I was in awe watching that film because I had never heard of these hidden figures myself and then um being able to hear their stories it was so fantastic and I'm so glad that there was a film made of made about these women because they were doing amazing things I mean they helped put man on the moon yeah and to know that there were these women, these women of color that were uh, so intelligent and had they, they had such amazing careers and they were doing such great work, knowing that even back then during uh, the time that they were uh, in working in the field, they, they uh, had to overcome so many barriers to be working in this male dominated field field, uh, science, technology, engineering, that all STEM industry has been historically male dominated um, since the beginning. Mm. So knowing that even, uh, you know, back in the 60s, that uh, women and especially women of color were making incredible contributions um, to the space industry. I, I just think it's so fantastic and so inspiring. And, and you can add yourself to the next uh, list. It's, it's, I've no doubt about it. But, you know, we're talking about women becoming more visible for their achievements and your work couldn't be more visible now. Thanks to a certain mega competition that we have to kind of mention briefly because you entered Miss Universe Ireland. You ended up winning. It was a pretty historic moment. You're the first black woman to win this. Did you find, though, that people were surprised by your successful career in science engineering? Like, was there any misconceptions out there because you'd entered a competition like Miss Universe? Uh, oh, often. <laughs> it often was a topic of conversation. But you know what? I was happy to have those conversations because I, I, I'm happy to maybe break the stereotypes on either side. There are stereotypes about uh, what a woman in STEM is supposed to be and look like. And then there are uh, stereotypes about women in pageantry and that you know, maybe they're not so intelligent or if you are a woman in pageantry, then all you do is beauty and all you do is modeling or, or acting. And I, I, I don't do just one or the other. And I'm very interested in both. And I think that there's so many dynamic women um, of all backgrounds that, you know, sometimes we undermine women and we, we put them into boxes. Mm. And um, I, I don't think that's something that we should do. But society, yeah, often places women in boxes and says, you know, if, if you're smart, then you, you know, you're probably not beautiful. Or yeah. if you're beautiful, you don't need to be smart. And I think that that is ridiculous. And, you know, to any young girl listening, you know, you can be smart, beautiful, and all of the above. Every woman, you know, can be anything that she wants to be. And I think that more young girls should be encouraged to go after, you know, their interests rather than, you know, us encouraging them to just simply follow one path. I think there's room for everybody. And we need to encourage more girls to find out what they love to do, because if they're following their passion, then it shouldn't matter, you know, uh, what they look like or, or, or anything of the sort. Absolutely. And, you know, this week is all about this. You know, you're a proud ambassador for Engineers Ireland Steps programme. You're a correspondent for the STEM educational TV series Mission Unstoppable. Tell me about this now, because this has made its premiere online at this stage. 
Yes. Oh, I'm so delighted about this. And so I, I, this is my second year as an ambassador for Engineers Ireland and for the Steps Engineers Week and for the program in general. And so I'm super delighted because this year I am, I'm a new core, I'm the newest correspondent on Mission Unstoppable, which is on CBS. It's hosted by Miranda Cosgrove, who's also an executive producer. Um, another executive producer is Hollywood legend, Gina Davis. And so I'm delighted <gasps> that, yes. <laughs> oh, me too. Her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So there, there's a lot of women power on this show. Um, and it's all about, I get to travel all over the United States and I meet with like really cool women that have such interesting jobs in the STEM industry. And, you know, I've been able to do really cool things. You know, one of my favorite episodes, we talk about the science, the science behind makeup. So we go, we do a deep dive into the physics. So, you know, it's, it's really about showing, um, you know, these really cool jobs that women have in these industries. We do really fun, um, crazy adventures sometimes, you know, I get to get close to, you know, coyotes in another episode. And, you know, it's, it's all about having fun and and showing that there's this whole world of uh math and science and, and engineering and technology all this stuff that it's super cool so we really break it down we have a load of fun and now the show is available in ireland for engineers week um we we will we were able to partner since an ambassador of engineers ireland we partnered up and we're bringing the show to ireland we're making it available for students parents teachers anyone who's interested and um, i think one of my uncle jer he, he he watches the show and you know it, it, he's not the target demographic but he loves it you know so it's really for anybody who wants to maybe learn some cool things about you know the world from a different lens and it just so happens that we're spotlighting uh women in the process women that work in this male-dominated industry and um, so it's it's i'm so excited about it it's available online uh if you look up engineers ireland um engineers week steps engineer uh, engineers week um you'll be sure to find it yes i'll have to check it out myself because i have a book engineer in my house, uh, Fanila. My daughter is extremely interested in this area, so I'll have to track it down myself. But for the budding scientists, the budding engineers, the budding tech whiz that might be listening in right now and might need a little bit of encouragement, uh, how, what would you say to them to consider pursuing that career in, in this area? I'd say the possibilities are endless. They're endless. And um, I never dreamed that I would be working in the space industry. Uh, it was not something that I wanted to do when I was a kid, but it's something that came about. And I am just over the moon, no pun intended about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I think that's one thing that I learned is that you don't just have to be a dreamer when you're young, but you can be a dreamer at any age. And when you pursue, you know, a dream, you, go after it, go after it wholeheartedly, put your best effort into it. And I promise you something will shake out or you'll surprise yourself in the process and realize something that you may not have known in the first place. So if, if you have an interest, just pursue it and see, and, and to see where it, it may go. If you would have told me when I was 14 years old, applying to this uh, math and science um, summer uh, school, essentially, uh, that I was going to be here in 10, a little over 10 years, 15 years, and I would be doing the things that I'm doing today, then I would not have believed you, you know, but here I am 15 years down the line, just because I pursued, you know, a passion that I, I had no idea where it was going. And then someone took an interest and said, you know what, I think you could do that too. Yeah. So go after, go after your passions. You never know where you will wind up. 
Fanila, thank you so much. I don't think I've genuinely smiled as much in an interview. Thank you so much for taking the time today and for such inspiring words and continued success in your own career. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk.